Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like this one, The Non-Microwave Truth by C.L. Whiteside. C.L. just has an amazing way to bring fresh perspective to some of my favorite passages from the Bible. You can search for The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. This week, we're looking at questions that people struggle with. Um, Deuteronomy 6 says, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. In fact, Jesus uh, quoted that passage when he was being tempted by the devil in the desert. And so at first blush, our question for today almost sounds natural. Why does God demand worship? Is it that God's love language is uh, words of affirmation? You know, is God uh, so insecure that he needs our worship and praise? Well, of course not. That, that's not the reason. Um, and if we think that way, then we miss the point of worship. You see, worship isn't so much our gift to God, it's God's gift to us. Now, no one likes getting an anonymous gift. Okay, maybe that's going too far. Uh, but when we get an anonymous gift, everyone knows that, that ache that you feel in not being able to thank the person who gave it to you. You see, um, thanks is, is not just for the one receiving it, but it also helps the one who's giving it. In a way, it, it completes um, the act of giving. Now, if you're one of those people who thinks that the idea of God demanding worship and then his people worshiping him as being weird, then please understand what worship is. Um, worship it, it comes from uh, the old Anglo-Saxon word, uh, worth scribe, and you can, you can hear the definition right in there. Um, it's, it's ascribing worth. Uh, and so this is what we do when we worship. We, we describe what something is worth to us, and we do it all the time, and we do it almost unconsciously. I mean, just try to go to the Grand Canyon and stand there with your, your arms crossed and, and shrug your shoulders and say, yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. I guarantee anyone who's ever been to the Grand Canyon will come up to you and say, you know what, you're the weird one, right? Um, we, we, when we um, see the birth of our child, uh, how can we not cry tears of joy? If you get the, the, the gift of your dreams at Christmas, who wouldn't shout out, oh my goodness, thank you, right? It comes unconsciously and unstoppably off of our lips. Just look at the pages of Scripture and see what's going on there. The writers are pouring out onto the page praise that just comes so naturally to them. The psalmist says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Another psalmist, whom have I in heaven but you and earth has nothing I desire besides you. And then Isaiah the prophet, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things. They don't do it because they're supposed to. They do it because they see God. But why does God demand worship? Well, because he knows that if we're not worshiping, we're not really seeing him. That God made us for worship and he knows that when we're not, um, that our own, our own selfishness will make us miserable. I think of the woman, the sinful woman, who went and found Jesus having dinner at a Pharisee's house, and she went up to him and she started crying tears of thankfulness over Jesus' feet, and she poured expensive perfume on him. Now, no one forced her to do that, but she had to do it. The one who is forgiven little loves little, but the one who's forgiven much loves much. That sinful woman, yes, saw her sinfulness, but she also looked at Jesus and she saw her Savior. When we look at ourselves, yes, we see, all we see is sinfulness. But look at Jesus, really look at him, and I bet you can't look away. Back before time began, 
Jesus thought about you. He chose you to be his own. And he knew that the only way to get you was to come and get you himself. And so Jesus entered into this world. Watch Jesus um, live that perfect life that God required for you and for me. He did that for you. Uh, watch Jesus suffer and bleed and die on the cross. He did that for you. Uh, watch Jesus uh, rise from the dead and, 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 and make that promise that you will rise from the dead too. Wow, Jesus took you from an eternity in hell to an eternity in heaven. Wow, it, it turns out that worship isn't so much a demand. It's all I want to do.